This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. The share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Emilio Donnell. This is our initial reaction show of Fulham's 1-0 victory against Sheffield United. And uh, Emilio, I'll just get us started and I'll go right to you. I tweeted out before the match, I didn't care if they won it ugly, just win. Find a way yeah. to win just mm-hmm. when it was about the getting the points, not as much about the performance. We will talk about the performance. But you know what? In the end, watch out Newcastle. Fulham are now three points from you. That's the bottom line because they needed the points, Emilio. Your initial reaction? Phew, just relieved to be honest. You know, it's, it was fourth, you know, fourth win of the season, second win in the week. You know, there's the boys are buzzing now. I'm buzzing now again. We seven yeah. points from three matches, not bad. Yeah. I don't care. Hi, Steve. Hi, Chris. You know, it's yes, we're all we're all buzzing here. It's <laughs> three points are three points. I think that's the key thing. You know, Sheffield United were ugly. Didn't offer nothing. We dominated from start to finish. Yep. You know, we made it harder for ourselves than it maybe needed to be, but I don't care. Three points are three points. Another clean sheet. A good finish from uh, from Lookman. 
you know, that we saw the you know the best of him this year. I think this is, that's been his probably his best game since Christmas. Um, overall, it's not about the it's not about the performance; it's about the three points. And what's right. your your headline statement? Watch out, Newcastle! Absolutely, that's right. You know, we're we're, we're gunning after you, Newcastle now. So you know, at the end of the day, well done, the lads. You know, you made it difficult for yourselves, more difficult than you needed to be, but. <laughs> Who cares? You know, it's all about three points and, you know, well done, chaps. Well done, team. You know, let's go to Crystal Palace and, and turn them over as well. We play, you know. Why can't they? It's time to run for us now. Clean sheets. Yeah. Confidence. Crystal Palace aren't a great team. Why can't we go to Crystal Palace and get a result there in a week? Exactly. Time. You know, we've got nothing to fear now, to be honest. I think this is, we've been saying it. Keep believing in this team. Keep, there's still, there's still hope. There's plenty, many games in there. We, Finally, we beat a team around around us. Yep, and you know that's all you could do. You could only play whoever whoever's at your opposition. And Sheffield United were absolutely poor tonight, but I don't care. It's it's three points, and I'm and I'm and I'm overjoyed. Right, and and again, this is my initial reaction. Fulham went ugly, but yeah. really, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, because exactly. again, at this point of the season, the announcers kept talking about how well Fulham play you know they you know they move the ball around but they don't mm-hmm. have that cutting edge that way to really get behind you and and get those, get those really great chances and mm-hmm. score goals but you know what they were braver in the second half mm-hmm. than they were in the first half we'll talk about that because yeah. Uh, yeah. again I didn't like the approach I was afraid that the team would come out scared to lose this match mm-hmm. and Emilio, I think mm. they did, and mm. uh, but you know what? In the end, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about it with our initial reaction. But yeah. they got the three points. They put all kinds of pressure on Newcastle United. Mm. Would you like to be a Newcastle United supporter right now? Yeah, knowing that yeah. Fulham are breathing down their necks, and the last match, as long as they're within three points and the goal differential is good, it can all happen on the final match <laughs> at Craven Cottage. That's <laughs> what you want. You you want better than that? Yeah, absolutely. But again, yeah. right now, Emilio. You know, and I know Fulham have some tough matches, but uh, I just watched Everton beat Liverpool. Anything is possible this Everything's season. Possible. Everything's possible. And these victories are starting to give us confidence. You know, this is it's eight points out of 12 against Everton, <laughs> top six team, who've gone to Liverpool and beat them. Yeah, we, you know, we won away to Everton. You've got West Ham at home. You should, we should have won that game. So this is, things are starting to, I'd say, victories give you confidence. Clean sheets are always a good thing. And, Luck's maybe starting to turn our way. I've said it a couple yep. of times in the last week. I've said maybe a couple of moments today might have two months ago might have gone against us, but today That's right. those decisions are slowly turning towards us, and that comes with confidence, belief. You know, with the dominance that we had, maybe we should have won more comfortably. We should have right. created more clear cut chances, but you know, let's not reflect on that. Let's let's enjoy the victory. Okay. Let's take three points and let's put let's let's say, let's hope Man United turn Newcastle over tomorrow, and then we're like I said, we're three points. Behind my biggest rivals, Newcastle, who I'd love to send down. You know how much I love Newcastle. <laughs> Absolutely hate them. Well, my friend, we might have that opportunity, and that would uh, actually make me very happy as well. well I, I have a, a friend that's a, a Newcastle supporter, and uh, I wouldn't mind seeing his club go down, and nothing against him. But, you know, again, uh, I'm not a big mm. fan of his club. So if that happens, so be it. But, you know, again, like you said, we're going to concentrate, obviously, on winning, but we do have to talk about the match. And I just mentioned this, Emilio, and I just want to talk about this briefly as we look at the match. Because, again, Hmm. Sheffield United were there for the taking. The announcers kept saying it throughout the match. You said it to me off air. I said it to myself. So it just felt like there was a lot of pressure on these players. 
going into the match. I could feel it, and I was concerned how would they react to it. Mm. And it almost felt like a game in the championship last season when mm. Fulham just wanted to get to the half. They were going to be patient. They were going to get to the half. It felt that way. It felt like they were playing not to lose in the first half. Mm. Your thoughts, and I'll also say it was a return to Parker Ball. Yeah, it in, was. In the first half. In the first half. In the first half, you know, dominant. We had a good first 10-minute spell. You know, we've got, I think, four or five corners. You know, we looked, da- not dangerous, but, we lo- you know, we had intent. We, yes. we, we pushed up the field. Sheffield United, you know, for some reason came to defend and, and try to get a draw rather when they knew they were fighting for their own lives themselves. But 10 minutes, we had a good spell. We had, when Lookman and Robinson were linking up well on the left, yeah. that's where we were looking most lively. And Loftus-Cheek, you know, grew and grew into the game. But then suddenly we decided, you know, going back, Back, backwards and forwards, sideways. We, we, there was no, there was no cutting edge there. You know, we didn't, we didn't use Lookman enough in that in that first half after that I first agree. spell. And Gisa was going backwards, not forwards. It just we had so much space, so much time. Yeah, it was just important just to keep possession and protect the, you know, not to not to be behind, not right. to, to concede. I and just felt that just yeah, disappointing. Was, we could have been more brave. Yeah. We should have been more courageous. They were there for the taking. They were, absolutely. They, were really, they offered, nothing, they offered I mean, nothing. Absolutely nothing in the first half. You know, nothing. And it just feels like it would be nice to go forward, be, show more intent, get that first goal, and get Sheffield United to open up a little bit more and create more space for ourselves. But we were more in, more comfortable. Just I thought we lost 45 minutes of opportunity there. Okay. You know, that 45 minutes, albeit we had a lot of possession, what did we offer? Very little. And that, for me, was half a game that we've lost an opportunity to take a lead and maybe kill the game off. So again, okay. you're already on the back foot going into the second half. Only 45 minutes to score a goal, yep. and you know, and then we made it more, and then we made it difficult for ourselves again in that in that last 15, 20 minutes. More, it was more painful than it needed to be. We should have just, you know, we should have gone for a second goal, kill the game off, yep. and then you can play parkable till the cows come home. But we just made it a little bit more, made it a little bit more difficult than we know. And where did that seven minutes come from at the end? God knows. I have no idea where all that came. And uh, Benjamin Bird is. Uh, been messaging he wants us to talk about the situation at the end of the match with Ariel. trust me we're going to talk about that mm. we've talked about that off air we will talk about that in just a bit when we talk about the second half trust me it is something that we are going to talk about because i'm sure that's going to be a topic of the discussion with uh the sheffield united coach i'm sure he's going to bring it up uh, i've watched many angles of it steve Lydiard thought it was to be honest he thought it was a penalty but again we'll talk about it I've seen many angles on it, and but we'll get to that in just a bit, Emilio. But mm. let's transition with our initial reaction show, and let's talk about the approach in the second half. And I could see a change right from the get-go from Fulham. So let's now talk about the second half. Yeah, you know, look, look more, how is it? Look a bit more direct. I think the end of the day, there was more. There was a bit more intent, more purpose, more intensity there that we missed. Other than that first ten-minute spell at the beginning of the first half, that we again we were in control, but. Didn't really offer much. Second half, we came more direct, and you know we we showed more passion, more desire to win. We knew this was a must. This is the most important, probably the most important forty-five minutes in Parker's career, you know managerial career at the club. You know he knew this was a must-win game, and they were there for the taking. Sheffield United, and it, like I said, it took a great long ball from uh, from Anderson to, and and it was a great control from Lookman and a, a, an excellent finish. But look, we we stopped passing all this, you know, one touch passing. We play, we changed our system, played more direct, and that's yep. where we got our reward. To go. So we keep saying it'd be nice sometimes just to change things around a bit, you know, be less predictable, you know, be, be you know, Harrison Reed tried a couple long long that's long right. scores as well. That's that right. Enough, you know, they they almost went to I think maybe to Lookman or to Magic, but 
yeah, we did we did change the system, but we had to. You know, we sit, if we were going to play another forty five minutes like that, we would never have scored, to be honest. And, and I think at the end of the day, we created a few opportunities, we carved out some chances. I thought Loftus Cheek, the first sixty five minutes of the game was outstanding. You know, maybe deserved a goal. You know, with a bit bit more confidence, he maybe that that would have gone in the back of the net, but he tried to side foot it rather than yep. hit it hard in the bottom corner. But he looked, he, looked, minute, yep. he looked strong, you know, for the, but he did tie the last twenty five minutes or so. But you know, but he was I thought he was probably our best player up to up, up to about sixty, sixty five minutes. Okay, these very are, good. And these are the performances that we need to see from him. I know it's not it's not it's not translating into goals or assists, but his behind the But it's goal, affecting the entire yeah. team. Yeah. If he plays like this, yeah. it almost is a domino effect because yeah, I think he he makes players around him react to what he's yeah. doing. And again, I, I thought he was um, like you said, for sixty, sixty five minutes. Yeah. You could argue he's man of the match. We'll yeah. we'll end with man of the match. Was he your man of the match? We'll talk mm-hmm. about that in just a bit. But let's go back to the goal because, again, like you said, we've seen the ability of these two players. You talked about Anderson's pass. But also, you know, and listen, you've been critical of Lookman, and I understand why because he has all of this potential. But we want to see the potential become goals, right? We want to yeah, see the yeah. goals. He has this in him, Emilio. He definitely yeah. has this in him. And this goal – Showed it, my friend. So let's talk a little bit more about the goal because mm-hmm. this is—I know this is what you've been screaming for from Adam yeah. Lookman. Yeah, absolutely. I was his biggest fan before Christmas, but I've said, you know, he hasn't—he hasn't, you know, last few games he's gone missing, to be honest. But to, today in that second half, you know, he looked lively, he looked dangerous, and that's probably where the breakthrough was going to come from. I didn't—I didn't think anyone else looked threatening enough to score a goal, and it was a great, like I said, a great long ball from Anderson, and he's got a habit of doing that. Anderson's crossfield passing is at times. Excellent, and Lookman took the ball well, and you know he only had one thing on his mind. He, he he was he was intent on going straight for goal. There were options around him, but you know that that was that was good. He needed that goal for his confidence because he's had a, quite a few poor games recently. And you know, you know, I'm critical of him because he's not performed. You know, he's our he's our star player. You know, he was our star player before Christmas. We need him to keep doing those special tricks, score a few more goals, take on a few more. Players. I think he could have taken on the players a few bit more often today. With a lot yep. of the possession he had, I think maybe he was looking for the easy pass. But at times we were crying out, "Go and take your defender, you know, stretch him, get into the box, and get a good cross into the six-yard area." So at times, you know, maybe again, it goes back to what I said: decision making from some of our players. Right. When you know, it's you know, we've got to be more direct at times. Get the ball in the six-yard box, put your defense under pressure, and, you know, and then hopefully, like some manager, Lookman, Loftus Cheek can score more goals. But sometimes we want a bit too many passes, and we try to walk the ball into the net, but. Lockman's goal is what he needed. We need he need that for confidence, and hopefully that will that will stir him up, ready for for Crystal Palace next week. Okay, very good, Emilio. And um, after that, you know, it's funny because uh, I want to get your thoughts on how Fulham reacted. You know, I thought that they were still trying to play on the front foot, but you knew you were going to get a reaction mm. from Sheffield United. And obviously, they were starting to create some things. They made some substitutions, but what I want to focus on, and again. It's not that I want to be negative after a victory. That's not what I'm talking about. But, again, I've had fans already message message us. They want us to talk about this. We have to talk about the substitutions, okay? Mm. Especially Kenny Tete coming on and and changing the formation. And it just – my first thought was, (laughs) even though it wasn't a center back, it was like we're going old school back to last season. We're going to really just see this match out 1-0. And I'm thinking – and the announcers were saying this, Emilio. Mm. 
the best defense is is to go forward. Yeah. You know, be yeah. more offensive. Go forward. And the decision was made by the substitution, in my opinion, to try to see this out. And um, we had this happen all so many times last season. Your thoughts mm. about the substitutions in general? Yeah, it's same old, really. To be honest, it's you know, it's, it was very very Parker esque, isn't it? You know, it's all about protecting the protecting the one goal lead and trying to create you know chances and just be just be patient in possession. But you know, I worried when Norwood came on. You know, I, I thought I'm surprised Norwood didn't start because I know what you know, we know what Norwood can do from set pieces. He's always their threat. Last season, when Sheffield United would would were in the top half of the table, how many assists did not only Norwood provide to them? Penalties, corners. Yep. He's a danger. And as soon as he came on, he offered more width and more danger. There was a great cross into the penalty area that was it Billy Sharp who headed it over the, over the bar again. Yes. How often did we do that in the whole game? How many crosses did we provided in that area? None tonight. I can't remember one one cross as good as that Norwood one. So, um, but overall, our substitutions were typical Parker to protect the lead and you know, just hold keep possession. But on another day, that could have hurt us and. Maybe we'll go on now onto the onto the Arioli incident because if that yep. was, if, I thought it was more a penalty than not. You know, okay. and I looked at it from different angles. On another day, that penalty would have been given. I would have been fuming. I would have said, "Pal, could get the hell out of the club," because it would have been his fault that we end up not picking up all three points today. Oh boy, that was thankfully, you know. Thankfully, decision went our way. I thought it was more penalty than not, but but I said it the other day, and I said it a couple of times now. A bit of luck's now starting to go our way. When you when you've got a bit of luck on your side, those decisions going in favour of you. Three two months ago, three months ago, they weren't going in favour of us. Okay, okay, we, let's we, talk we about it. a bit of luck. Okay, you know, so. okay, let's uh, talk about it. It's funny because again, the announcers that I that we got here were focusing when they first looked at mm. it. They didn't think it was a penalty, but the more that they replayed it, mm. they thought, well, wait a minute, it might be a penalty now. Steve Lydiard, who is a ref, has already been messaging in our messages here that, to be fair, he thought it was a penalty. But when I watched it, and Emilio, you know, again, like you said, what goes our way? VAR did look at it. Yeah. So it's not like it wasn't looked at. They yeah. made the decision it wasn't a penalty. And I think the reason being is that Ariola got to the ball first. And the ball then, went away from him. And yes. the ball went away from him. And then they collided. And then you they collided. The yeah. So... That's why I think they made the decision. But, you know, it's interesting because the more I watched, I, I, I felt like I was getting different messages myself to myself. It's like, well, if the shoe's on the other foot, would I be saying, yeah. if I'm a Sheffield United supporter, that's a penalty. If if it happened to Fulham, would we be saying? Mm. So that's yeah. the way I look at it. Would you be saying if this happened to Fulham, that's that's a penalty? That's yeah. the question. Yeah, exactly. And you you look at it, obviously, you know, Steve Lydia is probably better qualified than me to actually yep. talk, talk about the rules of the game. But Ariola got to the ball first, it hit his knee, the ball then went away from him, and that's when they collided. So if you look at sequentially, you could argue, well, actually, Ariola got the ball, the ball was going away from the defender, therefore the defender didn't lose an opportunity to, 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 to score from, that, from the rebound from the knee. So maybe that's the reason why I, think, I don't think it was given. But... Okay. At the end of the day, it's you know there's there's two sides to every story. You know, a lot of people commenting here who thought it was definitely a penalty. Yep. Chris Wilder saying it was a penalty all day. Steve Lydiard saying it was a penalty all day, and maybe the luck is turning. And you need luck when you're fighting for rele- for relegation. We've had these calls go against us. How many have we had against us all season? I've said it. T- 
the, we need this bit of luck go our way. Yes, and they, today, they tend again, to even out over the course of a season. But the frustration is we should have been 2-0 up, 3-0 up. It, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have mattered. That's my point. It's right. You know, Chris Wilder wouldn't have had a reason to complain about the penalty. If and trust me, he's really down. That's, that's going my to be frustration tonight. Yeah. My frustration. Kill the game off and win comfortably. But, you know, we were dogged um, and we got the three points. So I'm, I'm, very, I'm pleased about that. But it's... It, we made it more difficult than it needed to be. And unfortunately, rather than celebrating the win, people come, people talk about the controversy at the end. Mariola's, you know, I see it both. I see both sides of the coin yep. here. You know, I think yep. it's. I thought it was maybe more yes than no, but again, Steve Lidget, you know the rules better than I do. That's right. That's right. When it comes to these decisions, that's why if Steve says it, you know, I, I give mm-hmm. it a lot of weight because he happens to be a referee. So that's what he feels like. But again, I watched it. Like I said, I kept going back and forth in my head. As a Fulham supporter, mm-hmm. I'm. I just said to myself, "Well, VAR looked at it. They went in our favor." But you know, again, it's VAR, and there's all the controversy mm-hmm. just with VAR's decisions. So, yes, it does open that up for people to complain. But it goes back to the title, the title of the show, my friend. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's you know we're putting the pressure on Newcastle, and like yeah. I had said, mm-hmm. that exactly. you know I don't care how they won. They won. I I, I don't mm-hmm. care. They they won ugly. Who yeah. cares? That's the bottom line. You know, we are going to talk about these situations, which I think we will have to, and uh, we will be doing a post-match show if anyone's wondering, and we'll go into more detail on it. This is just an initial reaction Uh show. So, Emilio, coming up next, I want to focus on man of the match, and then we'll end the show. Okay, Emilio, this is going to be an interesting one. I'm curious where you're going to go with and, and what the supporters are going to say. If you're watching live, feel free to share your thoughts on who was man of the match because uh, I can make an argument for Ruben Loftus-Cheek in the beginning of the match for, like you mm-hmm. said, 60, 65 minutes, but he did fade. So let me ask you, Emilio, who's your man of the match? And then uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see what the comments are. Yeah. I'm, David, David, I, I thought, you know, the first 65 minutes for me, I thought um, – like I said, Loftus-Cheek was was a tower of strength. He was out, outstanding, technically very, very good. Good runs, good movement. You know, he was he was he didn't he didn't put a foot wrong, but he did tie the last twenty five minutes. You know, where do you, you know you could arguably give it to Lookman? To be honest, he scored the winning goal. That counts, and that gives you know that counts for everything. Good, good control, good control, good finish. You know, but you know there are other times. Yes, he was causing him a lot a lot of problems, but. Yep. Sometimes the frustration I have with Lookman is maybe just needs to do, you know, could be with all that talent, just it needs to be a little bit, needs to offer a little bit more, create more chances. But, you know, it's a diff- it's difficult for me. I'm, you know, Anderson as well. I thought Anderson was, was excellent in yep. defence. He assisted the goal, you could, you know, to some extent as well. So it's, there's lots of people, you know, I'm not sure. A lot of people saying Anguisa. I'm not sure. I'm seeing Anguisa. that. I'm seeing that. I'm, I'm going to share some of the comments coming up. I didn't see that. I thought, I thought his yellow card was harsh. I thought there were worse. Yes, I agree with that. that went, no yellow card. And Giesa, one foul yellow card. That really frustrated me. But then he, his foot was up you know, in that second half. You could argue that could have been a free kick. On another day, who knows? He might have got a second yellow card and could have been off. I'm just saying. I thought at sure. the first half, he could have been a little bit more assertive rather than, you know, he was just holding the ball and going backwards a little bit too much for me. And Giesa, I thought he, he should have been a little bit more forward running. A lot of shots from outside the box, which went either wide or over the, over the bar. But, you know. If you have to ask who's my man of the match, I'm probably going to give it to give it to Lookman, to be honest. I'm going to give it to Lookman. He scored the winning goal. Okay. I've been critical of him. He must have listened to me the last few games where 
I've been critical. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to Lutman for scoring the winning goal because that's, that's given us three points at the end of the day. Okay. I'm going to share some of the uh, comments. I'm actually going to agree with Benjamin Bird. I'm going to say Ruben Loftus-Cheek yeah, he because was I he was... thought that he gave us the platform to win this match just mm. the way that he played. Was it 90-plus minutes of uh, mm. fine play? No, I, I think he faded. But I think he was key, and I think he's going to be key. If he can continue up performances like this, Emilio, it can go a long way for Fulham to stay yeah. in this division. They need him to play like this. And they the absolutely you... need that. And maybe he faded is because Magic got taken off. And maybe. He has, and maybe then so tactically he was playing play out of position, which is right. probably why we didn't see, you know, post Magic being substituted, Loftus-Cheek wasn't a player he was preceding that. So that's probably why I thought um, Loftus-Cheek didn't play the whole 90 right. minutes. Overall, 65 minutes he was out. But you can, see, you can see the ability. I yeah. mean, at times it was like he was a, a man among boys. You know, just yeah. his – his uh, you know, just the way mm. that he – just composed himself and just forced himself on, on these players and just went around them and just went through them. Mm, so again, mm. you can see his physicality, but his technical ability too, you just need him to score a few goals. Yeah. So he, he tried and he tried. that's the part of the game. Once he puts that together, man, we, we might have something for the rest of the season. He could be a very key player for foam. Mm. So I'm going to agree with you, Benjamin. I'm going to say Ruben Loft the sheep, but I got a ton of comments. So I'm going to go through some of them. Stefan says, man of the match in Giza. So then we're going to go to Steve Turner in Giza. So we are going to mm-hmm. have a lot of better in Giza. Innocent. Mm-hmm. And this one's going to be interesting. Ariel. Now, Ariel did make a key <laughs> save. but And yeah. then you have Ariel here from Ryan Guy. You know, and again, there are a couple different ways to look at Ariel because he did get in there. But, you know, there, there are some that feels that there should have mm-hmm. been a penalty on him. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Goff, Anderson. Then we have Angie, a lot of Angieses. Yeah, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't see that for me. I didn't see Angiese being man of the match for me. You know, I thought he had a yep. solid game, but yep. I didn't see him being outstanding for me today, I think. Yep. Steve Lidyard has uh, has Reed. Let's see. Toby Jones, Lookman for the goal. Ben Lawrence, Anderson, or Ariola, man of the match. And again, they just keep going and going. I want to thank everyone for mm-hmm. so many comments about man of the match that's that's great and uh really appreciate that but i want to ask you about one player emilio we have not talked talked at all about we've not talked at all about this player and his name is josh maja Mm. so we haven't mentioned him no no i want to get your thoughts on what he offered now again i don't know if he got a lot of service there I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about him for man of the match. I'm just, I'm curious your view of how he played today. Um, yeah, fairly quiet. He, he some good running off the ball. I could see, you know, from the, you know, from the video, from the cameras, and uh, you know, he was hungry. He was, it was, it was, it was a lot of hard work, a lot of running up and down the pitch. You know, I like the fact that he comes and defends as well at times. I think that that's noticeable as well from the three games we've seen him. But what service did he have today? You know, again, it's. No, from Robinson. Where's the wit from Robinson today? Very, very poor, to be honest. So I'm not, you know, not Robinson didn't want, you know, I'd rather go back to the lineup that we had against Everton and Burnley rather than today in defence. I'd rather see Tet and Aina playing their correct positions rather than Anderson, uh, sorry, than Robinson playing. Robinson didn't do enough for me today. Um, he had, he, there was, he had the whole, he had the whole pitch there, you know, Robinson. You know, I Do you think he was too pushed. cautious in this match? Too cautious. You know, I think we would. I think he, I would like to see them a little bit more charging forward a lot more and take on their and stretch their defenders. 
him and Lookman didn't link up enough for me. There was that 10 minute spell at the beginning and a spell in the second half, but that that's, and you know, Robertson didn't do enough for me there. Yeah. Um, but overall, imagine, you know, you know, his job is to score goals. What service did he have? Pretty much zero. Right. There was a bit of a, there was a bit of a moment in the second half when him and Loftus Cheech got in each other's way. That's right. Yeah. There was, a, there was that moment there, but other than that, it's, you know, but I still he think worked, he's yeah. active out there, Emilio. I just don't he's think that he hard. got. He's I think he's hard. working hard for the team. So, yeah. in a way, that's why I wanted to bring him up. You know, but we need, you we might need might have so. thought that he wasn't out there, but he, you you could see that he was working hard for Fulham tonight. It just yeah. you know, again, he wasn't getting the service that he needed. Yeah, he just wasn't. You know, at the end of the day, it's you know, he's he could be an important player for us, but we've got to we've yeah. got to create chances for him, and we're not. I'm going to sh- I'm going to share this because because uh, Toby's 100 percent right here. Yeah, yeah. Quality of our crossing is absolutely Terrible. wonderful. And and Terrible. this is this is causing problems because you have someone that again is a poacher. You need someone that can cross the ball to this guy to get him the ball when he needs it. And the the crossing has been bad. I will say this that and I'm glad that uh, I think what Steve Lee did that I mentioned Harrison Reed. Harrison Reed is is acting more forward thinking since mm-hmm. I want to say three or four matches ago, all of a sudden his mentality has been more forward thinking. Mm, mm. So, and, and you can see he's, he's, he's taken some more shots, Emilio. He's not afraid to shoot. And Mm. I actually think that Parker has been instructing the players to shoot more because there was definitely more shots. Were they quality shots? Most of them probably not. Not enough. No, but you know what? I I like the fact that they were at least shooting. Yeah. You know, know, I know, had a good shot, which the key did. He did. Over the bar. He but did. overall, it was it was it was all long distance shots. I'd like yep. to I'd like to cut defend like we did against Everton last week. We needed That's to get behind this team. We just did it. I want to see Lookman and the wide men get down the flanks, get the ball in the six yard box, yeah. and and then create chances for your for the Loftus cheeks of this world, the Lookmans for Madger. Do what we did against Everton, and we'll score more goals. But That's today right. it was. You know, there wasn't there wasn't enough of that. We saw, yeah. I'm glad that you brought up Everton because they have the ability to do that. But yeah. we did not see that nearly enough. And maybe mm. this goes down to, like I said at the beginning of the show, where mm. in the first half, I think that they weren't brave enough. I, I know that's not a, yeah. a, a great yeah. term, but you know what I mean. And, yeah, exactly. And everyone that's season. watching knows what I mean by that. It's been a problem all season. Our crossing isn't good enough. You know, Crossing's not good enough. You know. and, we're, and, and we're too passive at times instead of being yeah. more aggressive. Um, yeah. Like you said, more brave. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, some Adam Goff mentioned where Reed's long distance shot against Everton created the goal. Same thing there, right? You know, shot trying to walk the ball into the into the penalty area. You know, just exactly. Be more brave, change it. Be more unpredictable. That's I'd right. Like that's right. That's why them. I encourage the shooting. I know it's it's not always going to lead to a goal, mm-hmm. but I, I think it gets the goalkeeper thinking. And I've always been one that, you know, and again, Quinn Dempsey used to just shoot for shooting's sake at times. Yeah, yeah. But but you know what? I think it opened things up. And I think in a way, just, you know, again, if it's a quality shot, fine. If it's mm. not, okay, at least you're at least you're trying to get in the goalkeeper's yeah. head a little bit, you know. So yeah, anyways, yeah. anyways, my friend, great stuff. Great stuff. Final thoughts before we wrap this up, and we will have a post-match show tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, no, three points are three points. You know, let's all celebrate that. You know, we're closer to Newcastle, you know, eight points from 12. You know, I think everyone would have taken that you know, four games yep. ago. I think going to, going to Goodison Park and playing them off the park, another clean sheet. That's three clean sheets in four. There's some positives here. So I think yep. your headline there, watch out Newcastle. Damn right, Newcastle. You watch out. Because oh, I think that they should Brighton, be concerned. 
Even Brighton. Brighton are not out of it yet. No. Nope. Brighton got Crystal Palace on Monday. No. Nope. They lose that. <laughs> they're in. They're, they're going to get sucked into this as well. So it's, right. it's, it's we're putting pressure on these teams. So these teams now need to respond. So well done, the Fulham. You know, thank you very much. We've got the three points. We've got a week now to prepare for Crystal Palace. And you know, I expect, That's right. I, I expect us to go and get a result there. I don't think we've got enough confidence to go there and beat There is them. no reason why they can't. And they haven't got Zaha. Zaha's still injured, I think, isn't he? So he's always he always destroys us when he, when he plays that's against right. us. That's right. He's always been the difference, Emilio. Yeah. yeah. yeah so if he's right. not available, they're a completely different team. I, I've watched them, and, and they're not the same team. You know, listen, we saw that with Everton without mm-hmm. Calvert-Lewin. Now you see it with Calvert-Lewin. You see what difference is. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and then we take it to Newcastle, and the Newcastle supporters know – Without mm. Callum Wilson, they are in trouble. They know it. That's why Fulham needs to keep on getting points to put the pressure on them. Like keep I said, pressure. if it comes down to that final match, you know, mm. I like Fulham's chances. I, I, you know, but, and again, I would like Fulham to be ahead going into that final match. But again, it's been a lot. Listen, they shaved off up to this point because obviously Newcastle still need to play, mm. but they've shaved off seven mm. points. I mean, that's a tremendous amount yeah. that they've taken off of this uh, yeah. this situation that they're in. So anyways, yeah. we do yeah. have to wrap this up, my friend, okay? So let's wrap this up. Like I said, we will have a post-match show. For Emilio Donello, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.